Hello, everyone, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 35. What? The Kevin Durant episode. Okay. Or, if you're a young blood and you're into the Kings, Marvin Bagley episode. There you go. But it's a Kevin Durant episode. We know it. <clears throat> I'm your host, TJ Butler. TJ Butler here. Doge, all the way from Cleveland. How are you, buddy? Ooh, ooh. splendid. Sitting here on the couch. Uh, just had a nice, relaxing evening, but it's good to be here. Sure. No, we enjoy it. Love it. Love to have you. Been a while, honestly. Hot minute. Yeah, been too long. Agree. Bill, how are you today? Been an eventful uh, day so far. Ready to wrap it up with one more great event. Sure, yeah. Going to be a good pod, there's no doubt. Here we are. Here we are, and we are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of this podcast, and the Pick and Roll Report, hosted by Patch Butler and Nate Holler. I know they've got a great show coming out soon, so check them out. Um, We've got a great show here for you, folks. Here's what it's going to look like. We've got first quarter, the NBA Finals. We're going to break that down, update you on what's going on in that. Got the second quarter of the FCC and USA Soccer. We'll take a break, and then we'll go to the third quarter for the MLB. And in the fourth quarter, we're busting out our summer segment because it's because it's summertime, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna do something new every week. But uh, we'll just have you have to wait and see what we got for you. You know, it's kind of a surprise. Uh, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Chris Weber. Wow. A little foreshadow. What sure. does that mean? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. First thing we got to do, folks, before we get the show started, because we want to have a good show. And if we want to have a good show, what do we have to do, Doge? Got to warm it up. We have to warm up, of course. So I'm going to let you stretch it out first, all the way from Clee. What do you got for us this week? Yeah. Uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's why we're warming up. Hey, listen. You stretch it out. Brain. Take some time. I'll go first here real quick then. <laughs> Shout out to all of my big boys. Andy Ruiz Jr. coming in with one of the boxing world's, one of the biggest upsets. Some are saying um, one of the biggest ones since Tyson lost, but I don't think it's that big. But after defeating Anthony Joshua, um, I don't know, this was just awesome because you – you look up the fight and you see this guy who's just super yoked, like ripped, like, I don't know. He just looks like he would be a boxer. And then this other guy who looks like he's been slugging beers like every week and they just pulled him off the streets. But he just had some really good fucking heavy, heavy punches. And so, uh, you know, he just looks like he'd be uh, out here sitting on the couch on the pod with me and Dill, you know, crushing a beer or two, um, talking about sports. So shout out to all my dudes with a six pack. In the cooler, if you know what I mean. Doge, you got to remember that we need to bounce it back over to throw that touch pass off to Dill. Dude, I had something, but I'm, I'm just completely blanking. It's really pissing me off now. <laughs> Doge, what? <laughs> so we took a break, folks, and like literally Doge just giving up. We're about to start again. And I go, well, do you have something else? And he goes, hey, record. I know what it is. So Doge, what do you got for us? <laughs> All right, so it's June 6th. Yes. Two years ago today, <laughs> Scooter Jeanette 
Yes, dude. Started left field for the Reds and hit four home runs in a game. Went five for five with ten RBIs. The like best offensive performance by a Red ever. First Red to ever hit four home runs in a game. So shouts to Scooter. Can't wait to get him off of the injured list. And uh, I'm so happy I finally freaking remembered that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The struggle was. Uh, but yeah, shouts to Scoot. Hey, and that's why we got to warm it up. Oh, yeah. Dill, you've had some time. You got something for us? <laughs> yeah, go so I'm going to go with a warm-up, as in going flying down to Tampa, warming it up. Sure. Because the Rays fans need to get out there and support their team. Oh. If, uh, if I was in Tampa, I'd be going plenty of games. I don't understand this huge, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, but just this feeling that Tampa, uh, the Tropicana uh, field and dome is just a shitty place to go. I've been going there for years. It has a little bit of you know nostalgia there, but it also is a great environment for a game. It's never that hot. Um, you know, for the most part, it's pretty easy to get through. You went there when we were there in August, uh, 2018. I would say it was shitty. I wouldn't say it was like amazing. It was fine. It was good. Good arena. But that's, like, consistently rated one of the lowest in the MLB. Probably because people just don't like the dome. I don't know. I, I think there's got to be saying something for, um, you know, having a little bit of character. And I think that having the lopsided Tropicana field is just, uh, it's part of it, you know. But here, yeah, here's what I'm getting to. I think that's the part people don't like. <laughs> here's what I'm getting to. So this was earlier this season. Meanwhile, currently, they were... Well, let me double-check here because last time I checked, they were a game and a half back of the Yankees. Meanwhile or earlier this season? Well, meanwhile. Meanwhile, they are a game back of the Yankees, 37-23. and 17-14 at home. 20-9 and nine on the road. They don't even like the drop the camera. <laughs> so they had a stadium... Low attendance record this year with under 6,000 people. Okay. Back in 2017, 6, it was 5,786 people. Yeah. So by the ninth inning, I bet maybe two to 3,000 were there. Cut that in half. Yikes. Meanwhile, the previous low was when Hurricane Irma was approaching and sure. Florida was evacuating and they had 800 more people there. Hmm. And meanwhile, there was nothing going on this day with 5,700 fans. Jeez. Those announced numbers are always high, too. Like, they're always right. higher. Right. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's just sad. I don't get it. It's a beautiful little place to play. I love going in there. But... I don't get it, too, because the team's, like, pretty good. <clears throat> so, Tampa. Well, beautiful or is it shitty? I've heard both. Tampa. I say the team is good. <laughs> No, I'll ask it, Dill. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say, Doge? You said it was both beautiful and shitty at the same warm-up. No, I'm saying people say it's shitty. I think it's beautiful. Oh. And I think that okay. people need to cherish <laughs> um, other characteristics of the stadium than having the most highly uh, technologically advanced stadium there is or, you know, whether it's... I mean, the Marlins don't draw anybody and they have a brand new stadium, but apparently their stadium's like a terrible layout. Weird, awkward seating. Uh, I could 
Couldn't tell they you. Would have not been. Um, they don't have a dome. I actually don't mind the dome. I kind of thought it was it was interesting. It's like a very homey environment. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, there I did not. We could do whatever we wanted there. There was nobody like in our way. It was great. <clears throat> Yeah, because the, the closest yeah, there's nobody there. Away. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But either way, it is. Um, it's just sad to see a team doing well, and their average attendance from like 2007 to 2009 was on the rise. Had a couple years down, went back up, and now it's been on the consistent downfall since 2012, I believe. Jeez. So their their average attendance like is 14,000. And they've completely eliminated an entire third deck of seats. Like, what do you think? Like, and you would have to think so. Like, if they went to the playoffs, would like there just be empty seats? I think the if it was like a, if it was like a wild card game against like the Yankees or something. Well, obviously the Yankees fans would just buy all the. Extra they would seats. just have there would be more Yankees. I remember going when they were the Devil Rays, and there would be more Bo Sox fans than Rays fans. You know, right. or Yankees so, fans. I remember when uh, when A Rod was there, and there were people chanting A Rod. It's like, what the hell? Right. We're playing in Tampa. Like now, granted, here here's my theory. A Rod. I think that because Florida has not Florida, excuse me. Tampa's only been around since the '90s, and Florida in general has people migrating from other areas. That people are fans of those teams, and Tampa doesn't have enough generations of of fans in the in the city right. to actually get behind them yet. So maybe in ten years it'll be different. But they have to be good. Right. Because no one wants to cheer for a shitty team unless you've been a fan of them for right a while. And you right. just stick through it. You know, like I'm a Browns fan. That sucked for a long time and now we're favorites in the AFC North, which I don't like to hear. But that's eh, a tough division, but that's a totally different topic. So right. Tampa Get your shit together, support your team, and uh, I'll see you guys down there at some point this year. Wow, sure. I think I'm going to the Mariners game in August. Wow. Can't remember. Mariners, Tigers. So. Wow, wow. Either one. Be fun. Do it to it. Do it to it. I'm warmed up. It was a good lengthy really? dill warm up. You don't need any more time? Yeah. Okay, good. He's warmed up, folks. That means Thank we're God. ready to go. Thank goodness. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> we good? What's I'm going on? hydrated, too. I'm just waiting. Waiting. Making sure you're warmed up. You I good? had some salty buffalo wings, and I'm extremely parched, to say the least. Parched is. I need cold water, which is why I threw my gallon in the freezer, so when we're done, it's actually chilled. Smart. An ice time with Dale. An ice time with Dale. There it is. Save it for later. First quarter, NBA Finals. Warriors versus the Celtics. Okay. <laughs> Game six. Raptors. Up. Warriors. Had three games. Yes. Raptors are up 2-1. Pretty wild game. A lot of, uh, a lot of injuries. A lot of crazy craziness going on. Who do you have winning the series after these three games? Give me how many games as well, and what do you think has made the difference so far 
We're gonna we'll go to Dill. What do you think first? All right. So first, <clears throat> you want my prediction? Mm-hmm. I like what the Raptors are doing. They've actually been much better on defense than anticipated, but that's because they don't have two of their uh, two of the NBA's highest quality offensive players. Kevin Durant being second overall best player in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Clay Thompson being probably the best. Two way. The best. Well, um, I was gonna say best like catch and shoot shooter. Um, probably one of the best on ball defenders. Yeah, I mean, the guy does a lot, so it's really tough, you know, with him, and it's a totally different breakdown with those guys in the lineup, but as it stands right now, they aren't, and they haven't been, at least uh, Durant hasn't been since, what, game, whenever in the Houston series, like, They said he's ago. out for four as well, Clay is likely to return. That That's definitely going to help the Warriors. I mean, yeah, plays back for sure. They they had to win Game Three if both of those guys were sitting. Looney was out. The Raptors. Yeah, they had yeah. to win that. That well, that was if they didn't win that, they were going to lose in five. So give me your prediction. I'm going Raptors. <laughs> going Raptors in seven. Wow! At home. At home. Wow. Jurassic Park would be wild. I want to see that. That's what I want to see. <clears throat> I think it's very plausible. Sure. Sure. Um, difference so far? My difference? What do I have? Or yours? No, I was just saying, I'm just kind of going down the list as far as what I'm what I'm getting to. I think it's the fact that their role players have been able to step up. Sure. Kyle Lowry, I have consistently noted as lack of a, a better term. He's not a role player, though. He's a starter. Dude, he is a role player on that team. Like He's never done well. In the playoffs, he's supposed to play a little role, but he stepped up to be a starter. He actually is playing like a starting point guard. Yeah, he's he's yeah, starting but, point guard. He's yeah, but he's player. actually playing. He's influencing yes, the game. Kyle Lowry has played well. I agree. He's playing that well defensively. There's no doubt. As long as he can keep his foul, uh, if he can keep out of foul trouble, he'll be okay. Now the Warriors stance, you know, because they just hit him every time he goes in there. Apparently. He draws so many charges. Like, I got banned ridiculous. for a year. That part partial owner was is banned yeah. from Warrior Games for a year. And has to pay 500 grand. Yeah. It's like, it's nothing to him, but... Eh, I'm sure he's going to notice it. Oh, I mean, yeah, he can't go to the... He pays for that team, and now he can't go to the games, especially when they're about to open up their brand-new stadium next yeah, season. Yeah, I would be so salty he's not to go to pissed. that home game. Like, the first, right, the the first home one? Opener? Right. Oh, that'd be... He pressed it again. So, like, dude, yeah. Right, right. Just he's like, like, what are they going to do, find me again? Like, whatever. He's going to pull one of those uh, Barstool Super Bowl moves where they just right. go in, like, Sneak totally. <laughs> um, but as far as what needs to change for the Warriors to win? Just whatever. Whatever. If you think anything needs to change for... I don't know. I think it's been a good series so far. I think the defensive intensity has been there, and it's definitely been, you know, NBA Finals basketball. Um... You know, with both teams kind of being good or bad at the same time. Like they both struggled offensively at the same time, relatively. Mm-hmm. They've both been able to play solid defense at the same time and have possessions where it's like one after another. Like the couple ones in a row where 
who who was it? Danny Green with the block, and then Sergi oh, yeah. Blocka with the block, and then it was just like a bunch of blocks. It was just right. intense, and um, that's great to watch these guys compete. I think it's special. So, right. you know, I don't think anything needs to change as far as what's happening in the finals, but obviously there needs to be changes for those individual teams to right. try to figure something out. Right, for sure. Um, what about you? Yeah, so um, I'll grab the mic. Um, so other than health being a factor, which we're going to talk about here in a second, um, I think the biggest impact has been the Raptors' length, like especially with like defense, like <clears throat> Pascal Siakam, Kawhi, Danny Green, should have said uh, Spicy P, excuse me, Marcus Saul, they Gasoline. can just right, yeah, Mark Gasoline, um, <laughs> but. They can just really affect the shots of the Warriors, I think, and they play really good defense, and they don't really allow a lot of the inside game or, like, second-chance buckets too much because they get a lot of rebounds as well. So I think that's been the biggest, like, thing that's stood out to me is what's made the difference. Now, I think if you get the boys back, it'll be a different series. But I still have uh, – I mean, I had Warriors in five, but with all these injuries, that that was before the series started. Obviously, totally different now. Mm. <clears throat> I'm going. I'm going Warriors in seven. I'm sticking to it. I think KD is going to come back. I think Clay is going to be back. I think they're going to pull it off. Doge. Uh, what do you have here for the series? Who you got predicted? Anything that needs to be changed? What's uh, what's the biggest influence? Give me a breakdown here. Yeah. I mean, the, the Warriors, the, the thing that's hurting them the most is just their health. You know, if they had yeah. Clay Thompson in this series, just at full health for all three of these games, the record's going to be different than it is now, obviously. Um, and Looney. What? And Looney, too. He plays, he plays really good D. Yeah. So, I mean... <clears throat> That's just one thing. That's that's what's affecting the series the most. But with that being said, uh, even if those guys come back, they're not going to be a hundred percent. And you know, I honestly like the the depth that the Raptors have shown. It's not something that we really talked about a ton going into this series. But um, like, just trying to wrestle a cat right now. Um, yeah. Wrestling. Too funny. Tune in. But um, Jeez. anyhow, like. Lowry's played probably the best playoff basketball he's played all of his career. Yeah. Like, he's played really well these playoffs. Um, everyone's been calling him a choke artist when it was him and DeMar just going against the Cavs every year and just getting swept. So he's shown a lot more poise in these playoffs. He's uh, had some Marcus donuts. Small. He's had some donuts in these playoffs, though. A couple zero. I mean, yeah. But he's like, had some 30 baggers, though. So, like, he's been he's been a lot better than anybody would have thought. I will definitely say that. He had, like, one game, I forget if it was, like, I forget what it was, but he only had, like, seven points. Yeah, one He's had a couple Kyle Lowry specials, there's no doubt. Yeah. But he's had, he's been better, he's, had a, he's been he's much had a more than a role player. I'm not saying it's incredible, but it's just best Kyle Lowry playoffs basketball we've seen. Right, much more than a role player, like I said. And the rest of the team is just way better, too. Kawhi, for DeMar, it's an upgrade. Marcus Saul no, is yeah, just a huge so. addition for them. Yeah, he's dank. Yeah. Pascal Siakam, obviously, a huge addition for them. Spicy Pete. He was like 38 points, 15 <laughs> for 17. Yeah, that was nasty. 
game one. So, anyhow, um, just the Raptors keeping their depth, if they can stay healthy, that's really going to go against the weakness of the Warriors if, if their their lineup stays as thin as it has been. Um, so I my prediction, I would say, is probably going to be Raptors in seven. Oh, my God. I That would be cool. I would, I would think that'd be cool. I, I see, I think, just every home team wins here on out. I just see, which is going to tie into our next topic, but I just see Kevin Durant coming back and just, even though he's going to be hurt, I just still seeing him just making such an impact because he's so good that oh. it just makes them win. Because then it opens up everybody else, or he can defend some of the bigger guys or, you know, whatever. <clears throat> I just think it, him, and especially with Clay coming back, too, I think that'll make a difference. Because I think Clay and Steph are going to tie it up, 2-2. Two, two. It'll be best of three going into game five. But who knows? I, mean, cool. I was going to say, the Warriors notoriously in their championship runs have been the most healthy team the entire year. Right. Other, no. I mean, when the Cavs played them, what, For the sure. first year when Kevin Love's shoulder got ripped out by Kelly Olenek? Kyrie went down with the weird whatever thing in game one? Game yeah. two. Kevin Love got hurt in one of them, too, right? Or was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt already. And, I mean, that was still a decent series. Right. Um, obviously, this is pre-KD era. But right. since KD has gotten there, they've been by far the most dominant team when they need to be. Right. Like, they know how – they're a championship team. They understand how to play when they need to play like that. Right. So that's been the most surprising thing for me is just seeing them not have a full squad. Yeah, it's been weird. Like, the only Steph team, I'm obviously Boogie's out there, but he wasn't very good, but the only Steph team was weird. Which brings us to topic two. Do you think player availability will still be a factor as the series goes on, series goes on with KD and Clay being hurt? And, you know, we've seen a couple games, which although Kyle Lowry has been really good, Thing with Marcus Gasol, they've gotten into foul trouble quite a bit, and I don't know. I think in game one and three, or was that game one and two, where they both were in decent foul trouble? I think one of them, Mark, maybe fouled out. In one I was of the games. Say, I think Ibaka and Gasol both had four in the third quarter. I know Lowry had three early in the in the first half, but they didn't get any others in the second half of game three. But either way, do you think that's going to still be a factor as the series goes on? Um, so I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I do not think it's going to be a factor because I think these guys are going to come back and play, um, and, you know, make an impact play specifically. I think he'll be a lot healthier than if he would have played, um, in game three, which is, I still think that's a little bit of a weird move, but he'll have a bust quarter where he goes off for 20. Just some, yeah. Just a, that'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be into that. I need another good quiet, quiet, you know, forty something. Um, but I think, like I said, I think KD is going to come back, right, and uh, just have a real big impact. So I don't think the availability will be a factor. What? Uh, what are your thoughts, Bill? Yeah, I mean, I think that any team that's gotten this far needs to have their entire roster available. So that way the coaches who have been manipulating the lineups all year can have their full arsenal. Right. Um, 
I mean, as good as Steve Kerr's been, when you only have five players to go out there and play, and then you have, like, a couple other guys who are, like, they're notorious for stepping up, but they just aren't able to against a team that the Raptors have a whole eight guys who play oh, yeah, really full well. full championship and caliber Fred, unit. And Fred right. Van Vliet, I've loved him since he played at Wichita State. He's been killer. Ever since he had his child, man, he's just been on a tear. And yeah. I think that's one of the best things about basketball, when somebody gets hot and just watching them go through their progression. Because um, this is, I mean, he competed hard against the Cavaliers before. And liking him, obviously I didn't want him to beat the Cavs. But, you sure. know, I don't mind his success. Sure. Um, it's great seeing him play, and I think that he's going to be a huge factor coming up. And he was limping last game. Yeah. I mean, he could not do a full-out sprint. Hurt. He, I mean, he was pulling up on sprints. Like, he wasn't able to put his head down and And, and Kawhi's you know, a little banged up, too. Down. Everyone's kind of banged yeah, up everybody's this time a little, but... little nicked. <clears throat> little ding. So, obviously, KD being the second-best player in the world, I think, is the biggest factor. I mean, right. if he comes back, and if, I don't care if they're down 3-1, if he comes back, I think they have a very good chance at least getting to game 10. Right. Sure. Whereas if he doesn't come back, maybe it's going to be Raptors in five. Uh, I would. I would another think, two I would, games at, at home, right, right? Or two games on the road, Warriors home, right? I would think so. that'd be tough. I I really would think so. I agree but, with you know, Doge that I see it going alternating back and forth now. Sure. Dozier, player availability factor, yes or no? Of course. You know, like. <clears throat> If the Warriors have their their like key stars available at the end, like that's absolutely going to play a factor. One thing to keep in mind that would play to the Warriors' advantage, well, my guess is that once they do get KD back, I saw this like cool stat that he's the only active Warrior that has a winning record against Kawhi. And, like, sure. It's just classic. Yeah. What so, a stat to find. If he's if he's back and they and they come back from being down and winning, then it's like, dude, I just want to see everybody so we can just see the in the finals, Steph, Clay, Katie, Draymond, Boogie, just the Bam. whole lineup. Bam. I just want to see what it looks like. Even though everybody on that team is a little nicked up and not feeling good, except for probably Draymond, it looks like he's like really <clears throat> feeling it, like in good shape, but. I don't know, you know, I just think, think it'd be fun. I think, like, a good lineup against that is, like, the Raptors lineup. Yeah, it's a, it's really formidable. That's what I'm saying. It'd be fun to really see, you know, who's got and what. I think the double N has pulled some good strings. And if you don't know who the Nick double Nurse. N is, Nick Nurse. you, you need to look up. His hats are so weird. His brand, the Nick Nurse brand or whatever it is, it... The hats are hilarious, and his outfits that he wears with it are just funny. Um, yeah, they did a, a pregame interview or like a pregame like showing of him in the locker room with like a white beater on and like a, a freaking gold chain, yeah, and like black a, just Nick Nurse hat. Not what you'd see him like on the sidelines wearing a nice outfit, really polished looking dude. But <clears throat> I love what he's doing defensively with them. So. Yeah, they look good. They're so long, like I said. Yeah. Good pickups, like you said, those too. Important. I mean, you, there were decisions that they. they Masai were tough, Jerry, big guy. But he what he's doing. you had to make those to get where you. I mean, right. obviously, those 
Stand up. Somebody said, I forget on which podcast I was listening to, but it was like, can you imagine if the Raptors were playing Valanchunas instead of Marcus Saul in this finals? And I was just like, oh my god. Would they just, just be getting would they just be getting worked? I feel like. worse team. Right. <laughs> if you look at the roster, last year versus this year, they're up on almost every position. If right. not every. I mean I don't I can't think of anybody that they're down on. Right. <clears throat> Alright. Before we get to the second quarter, I gotta do a quick bonus oh. Tejas trade talk. Oh. Uh, this one kinda hurts my heart a little bit, boys. The Nets trade Alan Crabb to the Atlanta Hawks for some picks, clearing up cap space enough for two max cap spots and a lot of rumors linking Kyrie Irving to the New York or Brooklyn, excuse wow. me. Wow. Brooklyn the New York Nets. Knicks? No, well he's already been linked to the Knicks, but the Nets. So unlike so Kyrie to the Nets potentially, they have another max spot. Very rapid fire briefly who do you think would pair with him there in that other max spot? Any any thoughts? I was initially thinking maybe Jimmy Butler, but I really don't know. And this is very new news. So maybe they'll just re-sign D'Angelo Russell as another option that people have thought of. So just because we're on the topic of this topic, what about Kawhi, man? Holy crap, would that be wild? I think that he would be. I mean, I like it in the sense of that'd be a fun, he was, he was, be a fun he was team. An MVP of the finals, finals MVP, <laughs> right? I don't think so. I had the Warriors winning. No, no, I'm saying he oh, was previously like when yeah. they won. Yeah, on the Spurs. Yes, correct. He goes to the Raptors, gets it done there, supposedly. In my in this fantasy world, yes, it's I'll hey, oblige. I'll oblige. It's not a fantasy. They're there. They're up two one, and they're there. That's, that's real. That's real. It's not there yet. It's not real right. yet. <clears throat> so if he goes to the Nets all of a sudden, who, like the Raptors, not in the same sense or the same scope or scale, but they've gotten better. Uh-huh. They were the laughing stock of the league up until this past season, and now they have some players who are actually formidable to kind of go around. Uh, they were fun to watch when they went. <clears throat> I mean... No, it was in the game. Yeah. Karis LeVert with the game winner right. against the Knicks. Yep. So, I mean, Rockers. they definitely would be really good with uh, Kyrie and, and Kawhi, I think. I think Certainly. that those two players... Rapid fire, though, <clears throat> though. Kawhi. Thanks. Doge. <laughs> I'll give you, like, uh, two to three <laughs> minutes if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to go sit in the penalty box. You know, just because my answer was Jimmy Butler and maybe D'Angelo Russell like that. And then just five-minute stretch. Well, it would be fun, but I think it would be cool to see KD over there. Just F the Knicks. That would be so awesome. I would love that, dude. I would love that. To the Frogs said he's like... You guys, He's like, Yo, your ownership is a train wreck. And the Knicks, dude, the Knicks, no, the Knicks will get like Kemba Walker and Tobias Harris, just like <laughs> knock off Kyrie and knock off KD. Uh, <laughs> the value brand. Oh, uh, this nice. too funny. I so, like it. All right. If KD's an A plus, Tobias Harris is like a B minus. Like, you haven't turned your homework in in three weeks, but your teacher, like, still lets you turn it in for some points. Uh-huh. 
Good yeah, analogy. Like you, still, you like still did well in the paper, but like it's I know too- the, the core of it's good. But if you would have turned it in on time, <laughs> yeah. it would have been a complete, <laughs> yeah. fully really good player. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Great analogy. I understand. I think most of us. I think most of us would, unless you're, you know, not a procrastinator whatsoever. Second quarter. <laughs> FCC and international soccer. Topic one. Ooh. <sighs> Boy. It is a tough time to be an FCC fan right now with a couple of losses. Another L and a half tonight. Five to two, but we're going to here to talk about something exciting. FCC hires a new GM, Gerard Nijkamp, and he uh, comes from PEC, and I'm going to go for it here as well. So who knows? It's a Dutch club. I don't really know. But uh, what do you guys think uh, Gerard could come in and here and do to help right the ship and uh, turn it around a little bit? Um. Dill, we'll go to you first so we can try to keep it brief. And All right, the, so two other people I just have it. a question. Yeah. Is there um, a trade deadline? Is there, like, how do things work with acquisitions mid-season? I think there's a summer period where you can get people. I wish we could. Maybe I can't. Hold on. Stats team. I was going to call Pat. Just live pot Oh, uh, we're doing a live pick and roll integration. I wonder if he knows. I hope Pat just zips this out. He knows exactly what That's what I'm like. saying. That'd be nice. This would be, be not real. Hey. Um, you're live. We're, yeah, you're live on the pod. We have a question. I think you might know the answer. Let me get you closer to the, uh, the mic. Do you know if there's like a transfer window for the MLS? Yeah. Like when? July, when? Seven, nine. It's just like two days? No, it's one of those days, and then it goes into mid-August. Okay. And is there one in, like, the winter as well, or no? Um, I think after the season ends, maybe. But the MLS transfer window is, like, weird, because we can buy players from other leagues during their transfer windows. Oh, interesting. So, like, during the MLS transfer window, it only opens up, like... The MLS teams? MLS teams buying other MLS players. Uh, like at, during the, like we could buy if it's during the European transfer window whenever we wanted. But I think that opens up this summer as well once the leagues are all finished. So, all right, well, the reason why we gave you a call here is we're on the topic for FCC and their new GM, Gerard. Um, any acquisitions that you think he might be able to pull or what do you think are some areas that we need to focus on that he can really help us? One area... I think we should focus on this outside back, and I think a guy that we've targeted in the past, Fabian Johnson. Please. Uh, former U.S. men's national team guy. Yeah, he, seems he can play on the wing, and he can play right back. I feel like DePont <laughs> in the past few games has been just trash. He's too slow to play outside, and he gets burned when we play a small, shorter left wing guy. Well, plus he used so, to play center back, too. I just think Fabian Johnson would be... A guy, we, you were previously linked to buying him, and then the MLS denied the transfer because we're still in the UL, USL. Um, so I think he's a guy that I'd love to see. Sure. Okay. Boom. And then quick, just like two, three, five words on the game tonight. Just atrocious, honestly. Um, I liked what I saw to Frankie. 
he's a future starter for us. Um, it's a guy that I really like. Um, I just hate Adi so much. <laughs> Dude, me too. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the hold-up play that he has. Like, I'd like to see him and Neymar on the same field and see what it's like. Like, honestly, they're just... Uh, I can't stand it anymore. Sure. Like, I'm ready for, like, I'm at the point where when Maddox is with Jamaica, or that Rashad Dolly dude that's never played for us ever. To yeah, that guy should be cool. I would like to bring or him just up. just to, like, buy out Adi for $2 million and, like, eat it, just because, like, I'd rather not be on the team than <laughs> pay him $2 million. Hopefully somebody else will be interested in his services here come transfer window, Pat. I don't know. I don't think so. He's been so bad since we got him. Maybe, but maybe somebody's like, oh, we're using him wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, if we sell him for cheap, then we just don't have to pay his contract and open up a lot for us. Right. That would but, be nice. Ooh, oh, no. oh, well. What, what's the date for this transfer window, you said? Sometime in July, I think. Okay. It's, I think it's like the same time as the European one. I think they try and do it around then. Sure. Well, hopefully so, we can get some boys, Fabian Johnson specifically. And thank yeah, you for being on the pod. Too. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, no problem. Check out the pick and roll report. Patch hosting it. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute since we've been on that. We'll get on it. Busy boys. Get on Ain't it. I. Busy boys. Busy boys. All right. Well, look for something soon. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. We'll keep trying to work something out this summer, but it just always something comes up. But we'll figure something out. Sure. We'll catch you later, Pat. Have a good one. Boom. See you, Pat. Boom. See ya. See you, Boom. Well, you hit it here. There you have it. From the master himself. Yeah. There's a transfer window coming up, boys. Patroni. So he could have a big impact, I guess, soon. With Bobby and Johnson. So, all right, back to what we think uh, his impact would be. Yep. I agree that the defense has looked skeptical at times. But I also think that the type of games or the type of play that we have in our games just doesn't make sense to me. Like when I watch it, I just I have the, so much frustration of like, what are we doing? Yeah, we and, just like to boot the ball a lot. I mean, we just we don't have the possession. Of, I mean, every single game I look at the stats and our possession significantly less or right. is less than the other team and. I just know from playing for so often that the more you have to play defense, the worse that is for you. Right. So if you can have a strong defense that keeps guys out of the box, makes smart uh, decisions when clearing the ball, they don't cross the ball across you know the field in the middle of the, the uh, 18, you know things like that. Just like they just need to make smarter decisions. Right. So maybe find some guys who are a little bit more uh, veteran with their decision-making and, you know, have a couple of those guys in, on the team, have them influence everybody else and kind of branch outward to everyone. Right. You know, start with a strong core of uh, soccer knowledge and go from there. Certainly. Um, I agree with both you and Pat with uh, the, addition, the additions we need to probably make. I think defense could definitely help. Something I heard that uh, Gerard was really good at for PEC was the youth program. And I know that we just started up the FCC youth program. Um, and so that could be really cool. So maybe we'll get some homegrown kids. That could be pretty nice. Or, you know, that could oh, help out. Already. I think we might, but uh, who, who's that guy? 
I'm blanking on his name. I can't remember for the life of me right now. Like, the kid who went to Lakota? Yeah. Nick Haglund? The guy who can't pass at all? Speaking of bad decisions. Anyway. He plays, he's so huge, he just gets in the way. It's, he's pretty nice. He's a, he's a cleaner. Yeah. Certainly a defender. I'll say that. Doge, anything that you think Gerard can do? Mr. Nyakam? Yeah, find someone that can put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, we need to uh, we need to buy a freaking net shaker. I can't agree I can't agree with Patch more that I just hate Adi. He was supposed <laughs> to be like the top guy that we acquired in the offseason just to put it at the top and like be a killer as a striker. He's been absolute butt cheeks. Dude, all he does is just freaking backpedal and try to, you know, play the ball off. You know, just and then we play the ball to him and he loses it. And then he never well, like because he flops and he doesn't get the calls. Right, and exactly. Then That's what Patrick's saying with the Neymar thing too. Right. I agree with both of you guys. I much preferred Maddox, like a ton. Dude, he and was even, always and even then energy. he wasn't so like he could have been better like potentially, but I enjoyed his like right. You're saying like the effort and like. Like he, he, gave, and he like ball. gave a shit about like stuff too. He'd be like, "Dude, like pass me the ball. Like this is supposed to be this way. Or, like whatever." Adi's just like flipping and flopping all over the place. He's been a disappointment. Yeah, the I agree. It hurt to just have so many guys out on international leave that were top boys. Like Maddox was gone, Powell's gone, Boston, Cruz. Right. Welshman never plays, but he was really good on our USL squad. He was out international leave too. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you're good. Is that other Better teams want you. Right. Well, the countries, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. saying the countries are going to probably be better than, like, right. if they were to play. Right. I agree. Not better as in, like, I like the international teams more than FCC. Right. Not that kind of better. Right. I, I got that. <clears throat> I don't know. Hopefully you can make an impact. Transfer window's coming up. Let's, uh, let's, let's see what this guy's got. I could go for a new coach. Potentially. I don't know if you want to do that mid-season, though. Keep the interim, and then... I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of talent on this team. I think we could we just shake it up a little bit. I think it's just hard to transition from one playing style to another. Uh, I just think they need to improve upon the things yeah, but if they we're gonna get, poorly. But I, I don't know. I, I hope we do make some moves in the transfer window, but oh well. It's going be exciting. I mean, if we're going to hire on a new coach in the offseason anyway, we might as well bring bring someone on now. Right. And then you do have more time to transition. And know, he can figure out if he likes guys or not. And he, we have a transfer window coming up. Yeah. I still would do just I, – it's not – I like – the things I would do to get Jurgen Klinsmann as a head coach, oh. I can't say them on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> That's on our other podcast that we haven't named yet because we can't talk about it. Can't talk about the podcast. It's real number one. <laughs> Speaking of international I play. To, I would love to have him on our, on our coaching staff. That would be so fun. Dude, he would make us literally so good. Because you know what he'd do? He'd probably put in a bunch of dank like guys that have been sitting on the bench you play Frankie Amaya a bunch, he'd be like, yo, let's play through this guy through the middle. He'd be like, hey, Haglund, you're a huge dude, but we need, like, Deplon in there. We need to put somebody fast out on the other side. 
Because we're getting burnt. Big Adi, what the heck are you doing? Flip flopping out here. And you bring tension to the team, too. Right. Like, Where the, what happened to the Bobby Wood rumors? Give me him, too. Like, give me somebody that can freaking shoot. Even though he's not great, but shit. Better than not scoring and whatever. You know what I really want? And this is... Yeah, we're spending a little too much on this, but this is why not. I would... Talk about things I would do, Doge. The things I would do for Jerome Boateng after he leaves Bayern Munich. He was just like... Because a couple years ago, he was like, I'll probably do the MLS someday. But now if he was just like, oh, I'll peep it. Like, oh, man. <laughs> would that be so much fun? If we had the money for that, that would be sick. There's no way, or not right now, like so many other teams would be able to pay him so much money. Oh, I mean, there's no doubt. He'd be but, like a Rooney type. Yeah, that's exactly what he'd be. He's already like literally saying he wants to go play for DC United with Rooney, I think, is what like the rumor is. If there's any he's rumor. Not, he's not now, though. Like, Rooney's way older than true. That's what I'm saying. Like, we would be able to get him at Rooney's age, money-wise. That would be crazy. I'm telling you... I don't believe the rumor, but that rumor has been spread. Him to DC United. Or Chicago for to play with Bastion. Bastion. <clears throat> Topic two. Nippert Stadium, home of the FCC boys, is going to host the U.S. men's national team this weekend versus Venezuela. Sunday in the, uh, I think, 9 p.m.? Is that what I read? I don't know. We'll see. Get the stats team on that. What do you expect from our new look at USMNT, the boys, the men's national team, with Greg Berhalter at the line? I believe Pulisic is playing in one of these couple, you know, warm-up games before the, uh, I believe there's a cup. And then, um... <clears throat> Uh, who else is there's a couple other a lot of the young guys are playing in this little warm up stretch. So Doge, what do you think? Is there anything you can expect us to look like? Uh any Bruce Arena last thoughts? Any Greg Bearhalter, you know, hopes? What are your what are your expectations for these new young boys? Oh, that's exactly it. It's just to see a lot of action from young guys that we haven't seen get a lot of playing time before. You know, Bruce Arena, we were kind of, at the end of the Klinsman era and then into the Bruce Arena era, we were stuck with a lot of older dudes. Those guys aren't getting the same playing time that they've loved in the past few years. So, you know, I'm really happy Bruce Arena's out of there, but it's going to be nice to see, you know, just some new pieces that we're going to get to work with as well. So um, just a lot of new guys coming in and out. I love Pulisic. Uh, I'll be sad to see him leave Dortmund, but he's a great addition to the the U.S. club, and a great player to build around. For sure, yeah, that does think he's leaving your boys. And yeah. Heading to Chelsea. But still, anything you can expect from Greg and the boys? I don't really know a whole lot. Are you planning uh, on, are you going to go? I didn't know, I didn't know if that was still a thing. I would love to go. I think there especially, might be Especially, you should try to find tickets if not, because Kyle was talking about going. Especially the because the game's not even close to nine. It's at 2 p.m. Okay, yeah. What so the heck like, am I talking about? It's on 6-9. So I'm... Okay, quick 30 from what I'm cutting in. Pat, who was just on the topic... I should have freaking wrote this in. Beat me. 
Um, we're me and him are both going down to pregame with the American Outlaws at like 10 a.m. Is that the biker gang? No, that's like the big, huge, like U.S. <laughs> soccer biker gang. <laughs> Sounds like a biker gang. Like, hey, you gotta go hang out it's with like, the Outlaws. It's like the uh, the Get Bailey. It's like the Bailey. It's like the Bailey for U.S. soccer. But they're wild. And Patch and I are watching from the Bailey. Which will be sick. Yes. I'm excited for a four, a four. I don't know why I just said that so many times. <laughs> I was excited to, we were speaking I'm excited to delete language. this. Four. I'm excited for that. I've never done that. and It's going to be an exciting experience. That is the uh, stands behind the goal for all you fans out there that don't know what uh, what the Bailey is. So, I can, I'm just going to say, or no, back to you. Are you going to go? I would like to go. I was, I was under the impression I, I was going to attend. Sure. Uh, haven't talked any details. Sure. Gotta work, gotta call your people, get the network on it. Yeah, gotta, gotta reach out to some contacts with the outlaws, uh, the president of the biker gang. We're gonna, if they're there, I'm seriously going to try to interview some people like from Outlaws. If there was a freaking biker gang that showed up randomly and it just so happened to say Outlaws on the back of their leather, I would say. I would drink two beers right then. That'd be funny. Just chug. Like, what's his face? Packers guy? Bakhtiari? Yeah. I would the chug him like Bakhtiari. And you I would chug him like McAfee. Have you seen him do the chug? I would send my, uh, Bakhtiari a, a video. Be like, hey, look, one on one, I can, I can beat you. Well, we can all beat Rogers. We know that. That ain't no count. Right. He's can't no finish. Count. Can't finish. What can you expect from the boys, though, Dill? Since you're going to be in the stands. I think that Cincinnati's going to have a great crowd. Oh, I yeah. think I that. Be packed. I think that Venezuela is not going to know what hit him. Sure. Friendly. I like, I like to hear that. No, I, for real though, no, <laughs> I think that, I think that we're going to. Struggle in the first maybe 20 minutes. Like, it's going to be a dirty, not dirty game. Ugly dirty? Oh. Ugly game. Ugly game first. Kind of struggle, you know. I think in, it's going to be. On a foreign area. Yeah. Both teams, a... you know. It's the first time that we've had a international match here um, for the men's. Yeah. So, I think that's because we have had the women's last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a great environment. I think the U.S. is going to end up on top just because. Some... Why not? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going. Why not? Ooh, us, huh? Doge. 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 Is it Pulisic or Pulisic? I think it's really pronounced Pulisic. Pulisic. Okay. Pulisic. But I, I say Pulisic. Pulisic. Okay. But I, I think I'm wrong. I don't know. I just figured you would know better because he's your boy. Is it Wagoner? <clears throat> Is it Wagoner no, or Wagoner? Wagoner. Oh, Wagoner. Wagoner. Kyle Wagoner. We're going there. I hardly know her. Oh, we're going. (laughs) I'm hoping, I'm hoping, boys, to see Mr. Pulisic, Pulisic, you know. That'd be, that'd be tight. I really hope he plays, especially from that Bailey spot. You know, he's going to net some. Cracker right from the top of the books. Cracker. Um, no, but I'm looking... A bar down at least, um, but especially if it was regulation. Um, but I really think that 
it's just going to be fun, and I hope those guys play, and it's going to be cool to see some new faces and some new talent and, like, a new look. Like, we knew what the U.S. team was just going to look like for so long, and now we just, like, I have really no idea what to expect these guys to play like because we haven't really seen, like, this combo of people. So, looking forward to it. Uh, moving on then to topic three. Speaking of national teams, the ladies kick off their World Cup, which they actually made at Bruce Arena. They play on Tuesday the 11th versus Thailand, and then Sunday the 16th uh, <clears throat> versus uh, who was the other not, team? Not Thailand. No, not Thailand again. Shit. That's funny. <laughs> um, dude, I'm going to get this. I, can, I know what it is. This is like Doge's... Stats team! And, by the way, I just saw an NHL update that we're recording the game for. Classic. Classic view. Stats team, it is... It's an action. Oh, sorry. I was trying to say don't say it, because I think I know what the team is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you struggle a little bit. Costa Rica. Starts with a C, ends with an E. Our boy was over there. Starts with a C, ends with an E. And yeah. our boy was over there. Who just came back from this country? Relatively recently. If, I don't know. I don't know what the country is. Not one of my boys, one of your boys that I'm also boys with. Oh, the Chileans. Boom. Sure. Chile. Chile. All right. So they take on Chile, one of those games. So what can you expect briefly for the women in this World Cup? I will go first. I'm expecting to win. <laughs> I just, we're always really good, and I think we can compete, and this team's really good. And I'm just looking forward to watching them because they're they're fun to watch compete. So, Bill, what do you think? Are we defending our cup. I just saw a quick brief no update that might change your mind. Yep. The Brazilian star Marta, Marta's back. she's back. So that is a she ain't back. She's, she's the worst. She back. She just reminds me of somebody that would beat the hell out of me. She just, she looks like a villain. Someone used to just beat the hell out of you? No, I'm not saying she no, would. I'm kidding. She's a villain. She, oh, yeah. Villainous. Like, she just has that, like, killer instinct of just finding a way to win and yeah. be good. She's got a little Russell Westbrook in her, that's for sure. What do you think about the uh, U.S. women's national team soccer here going to the World Cup? What do you think their chances are to win? What are your expectations? You know, what do you got for us? I don't have a I don't have a whole lot on the subject really, but I mean I just expect them to win. They've just been the dominant force and have been for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, I mean they're they're not gonna be as, you know, in I wouldn't say home turf, but they were they were pretty close to home last time, wasn't it in Canada before? So yeah. Being you know, back across the pond, you know, you're going to get a lot more European support over there. But uh, I, I still expect the women to be the favorites, and I think they, they should take on another trophy. Uh, you know, that's what they're going to be striving for. So, you should, out, dude. you should expect it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We all agree. Let's three, go to, three agrees. Let's repeat on this cup. <laughs> Halftime, boys. Real quick. Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff deal? All right. Two platforms for the Cheap Seats. One is going to be Facebook. Second is going to be Twitter. Facebook is going to be the Cheap Seats Network. It's pretty simple, ladies and gentlemen, and anything in between. We got you. The Cheap Seats Network. Twitter, at the Cheap Seats SN for Sports Network. Because we talk about sports, so it makes sense. And we made a Twitter handle that worked and fit. AKA, at the Cheap Seats SN. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Doge. <laughs> Where can we find the Clubhouse-specific stuff? Clubhouse-specific stuff on Facebook, the Clubhouse. Clubhouse is all one word there. And if you go on Twitter or Instagram, it's going to be at Clubhouse underscore TCSN. And that TCSN is for the Cheap Seats Network. So find us at Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Clubhouse underscore TCSN, Facebook, the sure. Clubhouse. And if you weren't dancing during this halftime period so far, get up and start dancing, ladies and gentlemen, because we are having a freaking party. On your feet, everyone. Sure. Unless you're driving, that's, that's very dangerous. Yeah, don't do not that. get on your feet. Remain seated. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on a flight, though, fucking stay that bitch up and pump. Pump, 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 pump it up. Depends if the seatbelt lights on, man. All my girls in the club, stay seated. seated. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Check us out. <laughs> Check it out. Check us out. Third quarter, boys. First thing we're going to do here, topic one, we're going live from Great American Ballpark on Memorial Day featuring, we got some legends here, Patch Butler, Colin Petrello, Matt Dickout, friend of the show, Mitch Butler, volleyball extraordinaire, and on Memorial Day, none other than U.S. Marine, our cousin, Joe Carroza. So we get his perspective on serving. So check this out. This is a great segment here at the Reds Ballpark. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here live at GABP with member of the Marine Corps. On Memorial Day, Joseph Carroza. Joe, can we get a comment on the atmosphere and the incredible first inning that we witnessed? Uh, it was, really, really was an incredible first inning. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of, a lot of passion in the first Six inning. Six runs, man. Six runs. With a grand salami. With a grand, grand salami in the first inning. Uh, on the first baseline, might I add you, you know, right. we're sitting here in, right enjoying this game. It's been slow since then, I'll tell you what, but... Uh, yeah, you can't beat a day at the ballpark. You really can't. No, certainly not. We're here in the doubleheader round two Monday here, Memorial Day. We're right here on the first baseline. Like I said, sitting with Joe. I'm going to swing it over to uh, other host of the pot of the show. Different show, though. Pat Butler. Pat, can we get a comment on just the dang sauce we've seen earlier? There's just been a lot of dings. Uh, first inning, it's a lot of hype. Bought into it. Uh, not a lot of return on investment so far, but... Uh, Hoping to see something soon. I think Jesse Winker is going deep soon. Wow, you heard it here first, I guess. Now, to break down the numbers, as always, our math teacher expert, Colin. Colin, now, I don't know if you can tell me if this stat is correct or not, but I believe we saw an 81 ERA in the first inning for this rookie pitcher. Can you explain the numbers on that and how we get to that position? He was really bad in the first inning. Thank you. 
We're here with Matt Dickout, fan and friend of the show. Matt, what's the prediction for the rest of the game? We gonna we gonna ride out this just nothingness, or are we going to get some more runs here? Yeah, I'd like to say thanks for uh, having me on, TJ. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're really slowing down. Long day of baseball, two games, one day. Right. Uh, not a doubleheader. You had to pay for two sets of tickets. Kind of bullshit. But uh, <laughs> right, right. I think uh, we're gonna ride this one out. Red's gonna throw in. Uh, Throw in the bullpen and just see if we can uh, hold this baby to the end. Sure, let's hope so. I mean, we're definitely not going to lose this one. There we go, Sonny. You get another one, baby. That's going to be six Ks for Sonny Gray here. Seven? Oh, that's a K. I, thought, I, was, I didn't know that was seven. Is it seven? Uh, six. We're six. We're six. We're striking out cancer here at JABP. Mitch Butler, recent graduate, first team all GMC volleyball player. No big deal. Um, can we get a comment on Sonny Gray's performance here? Looking to get that 11K's Free La Rosa's Pizza potentially. I mean, he's killing it right now. Speaking of Mike Billings. That's, that's all I can really say. He's, he hasn't been, I mean, completely going in on all the pitches. Like He's had a lot of quick quick in and outs, just getting right. the batters in. Sure. It's not no too long ones. Oh, he's whipping them in there, that's for sure. Do you think he's going to get 11 or the team, I guess? I mean, I think it's possible. We're over, we're over halfway right now. We are over halfway. Well, we're over halfway the game, just barely though. So, well, swing it back here to Joe for one last little comment. <clears throat> Joe, we want to first thank you for all your service and everything that you do and honoring us for our country. So we just want to give you the floor to you know shout out anything or anyone you'd like to here um, on the pod. Hey, you know, first off, I want to say it's, it's my pleasure to serve. You know, I really do enjoy pay pay taxes. You know, it pays off salary. Damn right. Can't uh, can't complain about that. You know, I just uh, you know, I'm really appreciative that we come out of the ballpark in this a day like today. Yeah, special shout out to uh, Uncle Tim Tim Wright for setting up these tickets. Really awesome seats. Uh, oh yeah. Really, really can't thank him enough for that. Hey Tim, Tim, I appreciate you with the tickets. Uh, I really do. You know, always coming in clutch like that. Uh, first baseline can't beat it. What would be like like? 12 O's up, you know. You really can't 12 beat 13, her. right? You really can't beat her right here. So, uh, you know, let's just get this W and let's uh, let's call it a day. Perfect. I agree. We'll check back in after the game, but here we are in the middle. Go Reds. All right. So that was our segment from Great American Ballpark after a great game there against the Pirates. Topic two here. Just a quick season update here for the Reds. We kind of briefly touched on the Rays there, Dill, earlier. Well, so, that wasn't brief, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just trying to be polite, but. <clears throat> no um, need here. We'll just go for the Reds here then. What are you expecting uh, going forward, and uh, what's the brief update? So, Reds, I believe, are last place in the NL Central. No super surprise, but the atmosphere around the team is a lot better. I think we were we have a lot more fun. I think this team is a lot more exciting. Double D pimpin' Dietrich is the man just hitting dingers all day long with his super gold chain. And, uh, you know, it's just better than your classic. Uh, Joey Votto is really good, but the Red stinks season. So I'm enjoying what we've got going on so far. I really don't expect much from this team. I'm sure we'll probably trade a lot of people at the deadline, if I'm being honest. But... I'd hope it'll, you know, keep some guys, maybe make some moves and trade for some people to try to make a push, but I doubt we will. So I'm just happy enjoying the season with some good players. So, Bill, what do you think about the Reds so far this season? Yeah, so I think it's definitely a more exciting team. 
than what they produced last year um, as far as product on the field. Now, I do think that it started last year with finding some of these young players that they were able to actually keep and not necessarily have to sign these big free agent names because that's not how the Reds do it. Right. Um, they're not going to change how they do it in their pursuit of players. Right. <clears throat> they want farm system, churn him, you know. Churn him, burn him. Huh? They don't want to burn him. They want to just churn him, man. Yeah. Just turn them and turn them. Letting them go. Turn them and turn them. Yeah. Just turn them and turn them. Yeah. So it's definitely fun. I mean, I'm not a Reds and fan. And Scooter's gonna but, come back too, though. Uh, Castillo has been great. Uh, every single time he pitches, uh, you know, when I see him on the bottom line, I'm always curious what his stats are. You know? he's, he's playing as well. He's been dealing. Sonny Gray's been doing all right recently. He's been uh, having some good good outings with uh, a lot more Ks than double Bs. Yeah. So let's see if we can do that, that Kroger K challenge one yeah, time when I, we actually go to a game this year. That'd be nice. We should have our own Ks. Oh. Yeah. Hold them up. Kmart. Dush. Oh. Take it, though. Hand it off to him. I just want to know what you're thinking about the Reds from Cleveland. You know, as a crusher perspective, are the Reds yeah. crushing it? I, I, it's a lot. It's a much better improvement from last year to this year than we've seen in years past, just as far as you know, overall team attitude, talent. Uh, you know, there are some pieces like, you know, the outfield was just so uncertain for the last few years. Now it's actually kind of working itself out. Tweaks looking really good. Yeah. Um, it, like, I love Dietrich yeah, just so great. much, dude. He's so sick. And when Scooter gets back, um, it's going to be really nice. Votto's always just – he's he's automatic. He's, he's just been he's, – he's not – Joey Votto's just on base. Like, you don't, even, you don't even think about it. Dude's on first. He's so he consistent. He's on, he's on first He seems base. average. Yeah. Right. So, I was going to say – I producing. I feel like, for me, it the team actually looks like they're enjoying the, the season and having fun. Yeah. But – but what do you guys think specifically are some things that, you know, are the key differences between last year and this year, being that you guys are a little bit more in tune with Reds baseball um, than I am? I mean, I just, I mean, top to bottom, you have the new coaching staff, which probably encourages a little more of the young, fun play, because this guy was an old Moeller guy, so he's kind of used to bringing that out. And then uh, just the players that are into it, like, Last year, and, like, we really don't have the right to be doing this either, which is hilarious, but, like, last year, if you would have thought the Reds would be in Mets Stadium waving them goodbye after, you know, beating them twice in a row like Jesse Winker did, I would have been like, what the hell do we have doing that? We have no business doing that. But, like, that's the Reds this year, and it's fun, and I like it. And they're Like, Dietrich is, like, hitting dingers, like, walking really slow, like, pimping out with this big, huge chain. Then Puig hits another one right after this game that we – we're at, and he's like sprinting everywhere, and every, teams are getting mad at us. And I just, there's so much more exciting from the players because they just look like they're, they want to win. Whereas like last year, I was just like, oh well, they're getting a paycheck. We're here to try to win some games. But team definitely has more swagger about them. Yeah, I think baseball is definitely a sport. I know from playing that like, if you don't have that kind of team, like my probably one of my most favorite teams to play on was when. We were with a bunch of different schools. It wasn't just a bunch of kids from my school. 
and we all gelled because we just, I mean, we, we competed hard, but we dicked around a lot. Right. And we just, there would be games where, like, we just knew we were going to win because we thought we were better. Right. And that's definitely a sport that you need to be cocky in, which they finally found a reason to be cocky or a way to be cocky, I guess. So, and you have to balance that with making sure that you actually put in the work, but. Right. I think for me, as an outsider perspective from being, like, a, a Reds fan versus a Cincinnati supporter. Right. That's the that's the difference for me. And they have a beautiful park, dude. That if you guys haven't been to Great America in that park, especially since the improvements over the last what five awesome. five to six years. Yeah. I mean it was nice coming out. The food that it. they've done is so much better now. <clears throat> they have so many good beer options and, yeah. and uh, liquor options, you know, if you don't feel like having a beer, you know, eight beers for yeah. twelve bucks a piece, you can find a couple of liquor, you know, stands and um, it's a really enjoyable view with the with the river right there too. Right. So, Certainly. Lots of lot of good stuff going on for them. They just need to actually go over five games under, because they've been very consistent under like five games under five hundred. Right. <clears throat> very consistent. Right now they're projected at seventy four wins at the current pace they're uh, they're playing. So seventy four sure. and eighty eight. Stats team coming in. Love it. <clears throat> About all I got. Dosh. Did you say your energy for the team that was different this year? Yes, no? What was that? Did you respond to Dill's question? For or the energy and, like, kind of, like, what do you know, think? He just sucked up all the time again. It's terrible. So I was saying, I mean, they, they just definitely have more of a swagger about him. Like, they had run support last year, and, like, their pitching was, like, not great last year. But this year, like, you know, the pitching's improved a little bit. Yeah. And the run support's still there, but players are just more <laughs> confident. Certainly. Right. It's fun to watch. I don't know. I just think they can... attitude. Plus, I hate Brian Price, so, like... Yeah, yeah. Great that guy just, like, guy. really pissed me off. He just looked like a mean guy. I don't know. Yeah. Like an old, old-school baseball mind that's like, you have to do it this way, and if you don't do it my way, then we won't do it at all. Like, well... That's, right. why, that's why the fans are not... I mean, the baseball, like, the overall attendance in the MLB, which I hit on for the race, specifically... But the MLB has been decreasing as well, so they need to start appealing to the older generation, or excuse older me, guys, sure. younger generations, not the uh, not necessarily everybody with the old, um, you know, schoolage and tutelage of right. how this game is played. Right, things sure. change. Certainly. Speaking of change, seasons have changed, boys. <clears throat> summertime. It's fourth quarter. Time for our summer segment. What is this? So, what do you mean this time? We haven't even told them what it is. I so. know. So, this summer, we're going to dedicate our fourth quarter to something other than sports each time. But this episode, to start it off, in honor of Jawan Howard being hired back at Michigan, we're going to go with our Fat Five, which is a list of our favorite five fast food restaurants um, so everyone go around the room and, you know, give the places that you, you would typically go to for your best places or, you know, whatever you would put in your top five. But first we need to discuss what we are considering fast food. This is a major topic in this segment. We figured we'd record it because I'm sure it'll be interesting. Are we considering things like Subway, like, <clears throat> like a Chipotle? What is the definition? Um, yeah, well, that's what we're... We're just going to go out based off the definition. No, no, no. I'm just saying, how are we defining? That's what I'm, I'm saying. Right. I'm opening it up to 
everyone. What what would you consider, Bill? I'm, I'm not going to do it like pod form. I'm just going open chat. Open floor. Yeah. Everybody so, speaks. So I feel like fast food inherently means you get it fast. I think that single-handedly comes down to it. If you can go somewhere and it's fast. What is fast? Fast for me is not having to wait some BS line and or having to sit down in a restaurant, place an order with a waiter or waitress, and then wait for my food to be prepared by a chef or right. cook okay. or sure. whatever is back right. there. Okay. Sous chef. Sure. Doge, what, what are your takes on what is a fast food restaurant based on what Dill said? I think if there's like, so if you walked in and nobody's in line, and you could walk up, order, pay, and leave with your food in, like, five minutes, that's fast food. I think... I think, I think if a place has a drive-thru... Yes. Automatically fast food. Yes. So, okay, Panera has a drive-thru. Is that fast food? Like, you... But, like, you do walk up to the counter and just get... I totally do Panera drive-thru very often. And and if I don't have a... But I would not do... I don't consider that fast food, though. If there's not a fast... uh, Fast food. If there's not a drive-thru in a Panera, I almost don't go in. Like, it, it, it decreases my chances that I actually go to that Panera. Right. So then the way it's not fast food. That's what I would say. But... So, like, Subway, are we considering Subway fast food? Because it kind of fits this category. Sorry, I didn't hear you, Doge. I was going to say, like, are either of you going to put Panera in your top five? If so... We'll we can... see. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Judge me all you want. I'm not putting them in there, though. Um, no. Subway, are you... I don't know if anybody's putting Subway in the top five, but would you consider Subway then yeah. fast food? I think I would. Yeah. Chipotle? I would. I think any of those line-style restaurants where you can go down the line, pick and choose, be choosy as far as what you want, pay for it at the end of the counter, and sit down or leave with your meal, I think that categorizes fast food. Okay. Now, there might be specific examples that I can't think of off the top of my head. Well, let's just let's go through ours, and then if we have any objections with anyone else's choices, we can. Yeah, we'll have an overall ruling at the end of this to see if it's... Legit. Right. True. The other two can can vote to outrank the, the person's fast food decision. The advantage is having three people. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Checks and balances. We'll get the panel out. We have to. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. You said all right. You're first. <laughs> well, I was, I was thinking, what if we did, like, starting from our five, went around? Well, I need Countdown. to, to order them. Hold on. Let me write it down. It doesn't have to be necessarily in order. I need to write them down. Okay. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to do the same. I'm, I'm going off the top of my noggin here. You're going to get jumbled up, and it's going to take too long. We're pausing this? No. This is everything in this summer segment is off the rip. Never edit. Unless it's something... Wow. Something horrible. Wow. Unless it has to be like, guys. I think we just let it 
the summer segment, people just join the room with us and enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is counter to my belief of what the definition could be. And these need to be like major chains. So these can be regional. These I mean, they probably got to be like franchised at least. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making they sure. Be, they don't have to be like incredibly major. No, I know, no, no, no. You don't need it right. I know. Just checking. I think I've got mine. Yeah. Fighting with the top two of, of what order I want them to be in, but it'll be fine. I'll <laughs> wait to hear yours. I'll make my decision. Golly, we're gonna we're gonna all try to figure it out and bounce each other. And be like, oh shit, that's one that we should have been. Dang, we should have ranked that one so high, or you know? Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, shit, boy, I just fucked myself up. <laughs> I just split my whole list. I just thought about one. I was like, goddamn. I'm pulling an Izzy up on my my lap right now. That's Dylan's cat. I'm going with the gut. I had five come to me right away that I thought, <clears throat> if I pull into town and that's one of the options, I'm swinging it. Yes, that's exactly what I have done. All right, Doge. Since you know, what's your fifth? Yeah, so my number five is Chipotle. Okay. It's it's a good go-to. There's not a lot of times where if someone said, do you want Chipotle? I'm like, ah, no. I'm like, um, there's been very few times where I've got Chipotle and been unhappy with my decision. I think Chipotle totally changed for me when they started coming out with that smoked Tabasco. The deeper red. I never get the Tabasco. That and this is a little hint yeah. for- Super terrible heartburn, so Tabasco is a negative. I uh, use, like, half a bottle on a bowl, so it's like, I mean, dude, it's it's one of those things that's like it adds that that flavor profile that just makes it go bonkers. So, also, Chipotle, I love the cilantro. You can always ask for an extra cup of cilantro on the side and use it as needed. So, just an extra little fresh sprucing of your bowl. I get the dragon sauce. I dip my chips in it. You mix hot salsa and sour cream together, and then when your chips are all gone, you you dump it on the burrito. Never done that. Oh, it's good. That's a Isn't that's that a special. special yeah. yeah. There are a lot of like combos that you can do, but okay. So you have Chipotle, Teach, Do you have Chipotle's yours? In and out, boys. <clears throat> oh. Can't do it often, but it's it cannot not be on my list because if it's there, I'm fucking getting. And that's for I've never had sure. it, so I just can't speak to it. Oh, doge. We let's we need to cheap seats to California then. That's what we're using our plane tickets for. Yeah, they just get you a freaking burger Allegiant. for Fat Five. We'll literally just go out there for an In and Out, full day, every meal, In and Out. I would fly back the double, same double day. Double double animal style. Give it to me get raw, baby. Just get to California, spend a day eating it, and leave. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Fuck it. Uh, okay, so for me, number five. Off the cuff, avoids two. Huh? Get off the cuff. What do you got? You're going to avoid it. You've installed it. You were going to go first. No, I'm just, I, as I started thinking about it, I have all burger places. Of course. I'm a burger guy. <laughs> I, I knew burger. that was coming. I mixed mine up. So, I think I'm going to go with McDonald's, number five. 
The reason why is you can either do something, if you want to do something cheap, you can do it cheap. McDonald's Coke is crack, which that escalates it into the top five for me with your Big Mac. And I'm, and I'm prefacing this with, this is a, a good order. You go there and it's fresh. It's not the stuff that's been laying around forever. I know the potential of McDonald's because I work there, so I make my own stuff fresh all the time. Um, you can do all sorts of different combos with chicken wraps, McChickens if you want, you know, um, ice cream or frappes or fries. or I mean, there's so many different things you can get there. McDonald's is a staple, there's no doubt. So, if it's, I mean, that's definitely something out of the Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, out of those, I'm picking McDonald's over those, no matter what. Sure. Wendy's have had some weird experiences. That's fair. No bueno. That's, like, not top five. Right. I have McD's as my fourth, so, so okay. to open that up. We're, we're circling back. They can't not be on my top five <clears throat> for similar reasons. It's always, you can just always get something. You know what you're getting. It's McDonald's. You just know what you're getting. Now it's, the, it's tough for them to really mess it up. They can, but it's tough. Now, the one thing I will say is that when we went to Gainesville, that was not a fast food McDonald's. Oh, my God. That was terrible. That was one of the worst McDonald's experiences. 45 minutes for food that I should have ordered more of because I waited so long I got hungrier. Dude, we just wasted all the time. We could have been, we could have been drinking. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. So we much harder. We couldn't drink in the stadium, which... Breaking news, they... I don't know if they've said it, but the SEC is letting schools decide, so maybe that'll we'll, be... We'll touch more on that as it comes in. Yeah. We'll get, yeah, we'll get an update on that. Doge, swinging to you back around the, around the room, four. I'll disagree with you, Dylan. I'll actually put Wendy's in my four, because I, uh, I prefer that much over Burger King or McDonald's. The four for four is legendary. Their burgers, Doge, like, Doge freaking lived on the four for four at college, bro. I still live on the four for four. I get I it probably at least it. once a week for the for the work lunch. I roll in, except now I get an additional four piece nugget. Dang right. So it's really like five five bucks, but I get a junior bacon cheeseburger, five for five, five, eight nuggets, and a drink five. for five bucks. See, on my large stomach, I don't know if I would be able to do that sustainably because I would end up getting that and then a baconator or something stupid. It's like, dude, I get it all, and I'm like, why did I order this? <clears throat> My eyes were larger than my stomach. Yeah. But the I'm going to finish sriracha it. sriracha sauce is just divine. <clears throat> okay. I love Wendy's. I so love... we got to go back and do... I know you've done it for... I don't know if you did it for your last one or your last one, but let's do your main meal, too, that you would get. So, like, <clears throat> for In-N-Out, I said, like, the double-double animal style. McD's, I would say 10-piece nugget and the quarter-pounder, especially up to two for five. Quarter-pounder of cheese. And then, obviously, like you said, a Coke. So, I just wanted to get that. We let, Let's make sure we know what meals we're getting, too. <clears throat> I don't know. Did you do yours? Um, yeah. Get at McDonald's. Yeah. So, for my number five, we'll do a little recircle. Um, I would say number one meal. Mm-hmm. That's with your four right after. You got to go with the Big Mac. No pickle, extra mac sauce. Sheesh. And here's a little tip and trick for the fries. When you ask for the fries well done or with no salt, they have to make them new. That's a pro tip from an inside. That's an inside scoop, coach. I'm not saying they're going to do that every time, but that is what the policy, and that's what they are supposed to do. 
If you order no salt, they're most likely going to have to drop a nuke because those things are just coated with salt right. as soon as they get dropped in the fry mat or whatever that is. And then you got to go with the large Coke. Have to. Right. What's your number four? Number four. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Culver's. Wow. And here's why. Oops. They have bonker butter burgers, dude. Those <clears throat> things are nasty. Those are so good. Super good. They're so good. But that's about the only thing I get there. So like I can't go any higher. But they're so good. Now, granted, I like the fries, the cheese curds, the Soft drinks or whatever. It's not like McDonald's. Code. They're root beer, dude. So I will say that they're root Don't beer. at me, but they're, they're I got Culver's in my three. Okay. For All right. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, yeah, you got to go with the double uh, butter ba- uh, bacon. Baker. No. Double butter bacon. No but No, uh, no, no bacon. But. The double butter burger with cheese. And instead of American cheese, I ask for cheddar. Sure. Get the Wisconsin ched. Onions, mayo. Mustard mm-hmm. ketchup. And then you have, you know, either I do a meal or I get two of those without a prize and a drink. Try to try to balance it with two burgers and technically right. four patties. Sure. Nugget. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Doge, did you say your yeah. meal for the four? Yeah, he's Wendy's four, yeah, four, the, excuse me. The with the, the with the extra four. Yeah, you already you get the extra four nuggets, creamy sriracha dipping sauce. Excuse me. <clears throat> They've got the Coke freestyle machine. I like cherry vanilla Coke Zero. Wow. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. You go for the no sugar, but you still get the flavor and it's nice. Right. That's a good call. For Chipotle, I'm almost always just a bowl, brown rice, chicken. You got the mild and hot salsa and corn salsa, sour cream, cheese. Have you tried the carne asada? Carne asada? No. It's pretty good. Dylan, like, I've, I've gotten that probably six times it. in the last month. <laughs> it's right by where I work, and, you know, I try to think of, like, my macros in the sense of fats, proteins, carbs, and... That's really basic. I get meat, rice, maybe a little bit of cheese, some beans, you know, you know, and then a sure. half bottle of Tabasco smoked hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then I get the dragon sauce. Yeah, you got dragon sauce. Hot sauce, a sour cream mix, and you get the chips on the side. For sure, gotta get chips at Chipotle. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Their guac's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, okay, we're on number, we all did four, right? Yeah, I'll right. go three since I'd add Culver's two. Dill keeps taking my thunder, but. I'm one behind right, you. Right. <clears throat> the Pretzel House burger at Culver's is literally so unreal. And I, it is a pretzel burger, pretzel bun, excuse me, bacon, beer cheese, patties, condiments, or patty, condiments, patty, other buns. So just, so good. Love that. Love the cheese curds. Root beer is so good. Probably one of the best root beers out there. Low key. Give it a try. Um, and you would not expect, but their chicken tenders are very good. So I'll low key pull the double uh, pretzel burger and then get the uh, two, two chicken tender kids meal. 
on the side. So I can get a little root beer with uh, another regular sized one. Get a little extra hit there. You need it. Extra hit. Right. <laughs> and then you can get a little side of cheese curds and fries. So you're, you're getting the full the full experience on one little swoop. So. Okay. Fair enough. If you want to swing it back towards me, I'll, I'll finish up my number three. Yeah, go for your three. I was going to go Chipotle. Um, wow, there you go. I think it's just a staple. You know, it's something that is typically fresh. And the only yeah. thing that wouldn't be is the meat. And you can choose a different meat at the time you get up there. And they they typically are pretty good with working on you. If you want a little bit more rice or you know, you need something special with your order, you guys, I don't know about you knowing as much, Doge, but I am definitely... Dylan has never gotten something right off the menu ever once. Every in single life. thing I get is it's something made to order like, special Dylan way. Yeah. So it's ninety minutes. Chipotle is very catering to my needs, which I appreciate, and I think that it's just cool, kind of from where they started and what it's become. Now I am waiting because we did this as a marketing project in, in college. I'm waiting for them to open up for an early breakfast for the early morning crowd. Dude, a breakfast Chipotle burrito. Tell me, when I was sitting would, in those classes... Would jump to number two or three. Because if you had... Think about this. If you had the early risers and you had to get to work early, and you were open from six to nine, and then you reopened at 11, maybe, like they do normally, you had three hours that you had, and you could prep all that stuff the night before, have somebody come in at five o'clock, you know. How many Chipotles are next to a Starbucks? I don't know. How many Chipotles are next to some sort of coffee shop? They're always in the hub of other things. So gain some of that business. Um, if you had, you know, a chorizo sausage with eggs and some potatoes or something like a Mexican-style potato. Sure. And, like, a nice, like, picante sauce. Eh, miss me with that, but, yeah. It's a salsa. You like salsa. Sometimes. I gotta be picky, bro. Don't bullshit. You like that one. I have to be picky with that. I like salsa, but I gotta make sure. Okay. I understand that. But, as the spice guy. Yeah. That is... Mr. Half-Bottle Tabasco. Get the... Get out of here. Making hash browns with a fuck ton of jalapenos. Josh? What's your number three? Number three, my lord. My number three is cookout. Ooh. You guys had cookout? Yes, dude. Very good. Never heard of it. You would love it, dude. It's more of a southern kid. Yeah. But it's like, it's super cheap. Their burgers are really nice. Their shakes are unreal. Yeah. You can just get like the craziest combos. Like you get like a dinner plate. Dude. You could get like a, you could get like a burger, like mini corn dogs and a quesadilla. Yeah. And a, and a shake for like $5. Yeah. It's crazy. Where are these at? I had one <laughs> when I went to JMU visiting the uh, yeah. the Exit Two Four Five Boys. Shout out! Yeah. So you said this is a southern thing? Kinda. I don't know. Like there's some in Lexington, Morehead State, Western Kentucky University has them. Like the further south you go, there's more of them. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Not editing that out. Keep the sneezes. Bless me. You said uh, cookout, right? Cookout. Yeah. Yeah, Never dude, I went there, I got mini core dogs, chicken tenders, <laughs> a third sneeze, Whoa. quesadilla. Did they charge you for that one? No, not the third one, you get two. 
two of the third for free. Buy two, get yeah, one free? It's pretty free. It's probably the best deal I have. Um, <laughs> a large, large drink, and then, like, some dessert thing, which, because I didn't get the shake, it was, like, you know, like a brownie or like some like funnel cake bite things or something. It was just like six yeah, bucks. Yeah, tons of stuff. It was just awesome. It was a sweet place. Their hush puppies are super good. It'd be like the perfect place for oh. like if you just had ornery oh. ornery kids who were picky eaters, you could just take them there, and there's no way they wouldn't find something they could eat. Like, exactly. It's like, yeah, just good, good food. So, you would, you would just keep going back for another plate, dude. Though, I would imagine hush puppies. <laughs> Are being hushed because I'm literally just devouring them. That's why they're called hush puppies. They are just, you I can't mean, hear them. Well, they no, you won't hear me talk because I'll just be eating. Right. A bunch of fried hush puppies all day. Fried cornmeal. Give me that shit, boy. Um, on to number two for everyone, right? <laughs> yeah, we all went over orders. All right. You ready, boys? I'll go. Yeah. You look sacked up. I'm excited for this one. I'm ready. Penn Station, boys. Oh, I knew that was going to be on there. 12-inch Philly cheesesteak. Hold that pizza sauce, of course. Hold the mushrooms. Give me the onions. Give me the mustard. Give me the mayo. Give me some lettuce. I got to hold the banana peppers now. I used to get them. And then give me a big old bucket of fries and a cherry Coke and sign me up for a good time. That'll never, that's just never, you're never going to fail. Usually I'll get the 12 inch too, so I can do like half for lunch, half for dinner action, a little two meal. Mm-hmm. But I love, I love the chicken teriyaki. Sure. I just, I'm okay. such a cheesesteak guy, I can't not. I feel. Like, oh, so good. Bill, as you pick up the cat, what's your number two? Um, Izzy likes anything. No, she likes anything, but for real. It's actually funny because I was trying to sit here and contemplate what I wanted to go with next. I have mine ready if you're Go not for sure. it. Go for it, Doge. Steal it from him. Steal the spotlight, Doge. My number two is Chick-fil-A. That's my... <laughs> dude, I love Chick-fil-A. That's they're... my number one, dude. Chick-fil-A's so dank. Oh, my God. Oh, their spicy sandwich. I love their Chick-fil-A sauce. It's so plain, but it's so good. Their ranch and is bomb. The their ketchup good. is bomb. I always get cherry coke. It's just bomb. <laughs> Dude, and that's my favorite fast food breakfast, I think. It's just a chicken biscuit in the morning with their little circular yes. hash brown rounds. Yeah, those are nice. Yes. Just yeah. retweet that, all of it. That's my number one. Take it all. I agree. So, Dill, number two, now that you have had time. <clears throat> So the only reason I wish I would have placed this lower, I think, the more I'm thinking about it, uh, is the value. The should have wrote it down. <clears throat> is the value? It wouldn't have happened until I started talking about it. Maybe. Is the value of the dollar in which it goes for that restaurant? Panera has a lot you can get. You can get soups. Salad. You really gonna put Panera on your list now? Yeah. Oh my God. We're we not doing that. No, I you can't. I'm just laughing. Cause we talked about it. And I'm like, shit, dude. I do every time I go there, I can find something else. Um, they have really good salads, but you know, if you want, that's your number two, dude. If you want 
bagels? I told you that's why I wish it was lower on my scale here. We'll give it a quick readjust. <clears throat> you got two seconds. I would probably put uh, Panera at four. Culver's up to three, Chipotle at, at two. Okay. But what is your, even though you can get something different every time, what is your um, go-to? Some of my favorite things Panera. there, I really like their steak, white cheddar panini. Yes, I get that all the time. And I pick two. I love their pickled onions. I don't. They are really good. I, get, I do not get that. I love that. And they have like a like a horseradish mayonnaise or something yeah, on whatever there. whatever that is. There's just a good good flavor combo um and then I, I really like the french onion soup i'm a broccoli cheddar boy <sighs> i've never had a broccoli cheddar soup what are you not a broccoli guy it for whatever reason smells like feet when it's with cheddar like it just doesn't it smells like something that like you would walk into a locker room and some dude would open up his well since his you can locker. get new things at panera every time I urge you to get. I might do that. A I just broccoli cheddar I, I bread bowl. I don't ever think about it. That's a Michelle Butler staple right there. I'm a bacon mac and cheese guy from Panera. This is not on my list though. So I would do that with the uh, French onion bread bowl. Yes, do the French onion soup. And then I would go with the cinnamon crunch bagel. Yeah, those things. And Those get, from there are real good. You can get pastries. Those are my two favorite things, the French onion soup and the cinnamon crunch. Yeah. That's that place. And I used to go there in school a lot and just, like, grab a coffee, study there, go over notes, and just have multiple coffees. Right. What? You saying time? Yeah, I was just laughing at the time. Yeah. So I would probably go Panera number two. If they just dropped their prices by 10%, Something so I felt like I wasn't getting charged fifteen dollars every time I go there, but to me it's the same way at Chick Fil A. I feel like I feel like I'm getting way better meal at Chick Fil A personally, but that's personal. They're just so limited to what they have. I just don't enjoy a lot of what Panera has to offer personally. Sure, so they are very limited to what they have for me. Sure. That's why they're not there. They don't make the dang list. They ain't making the list. Doge. Yup, Dozier. Everybody's been waiting all pod to hear who you have on top of your fat five for our summer segment. Who's your Chris Weber? My number one is a Cincinnati staple. Wow. Love it. Yeah, Skyline Chili is my number one. I get... Two chili cheese sandwiches, mustard, no onion. It's essentially a, a chili coney, cheese coney, but without the hot dog because I just like the chili so much I'd rather take out the hot dog and just have more chili. Sure. So funny story about that. Last year when we did our Refugee Cup, um, they catered like fried chicken from Kroger yeah. and Skyline. So weird. There were a lot of people who got Skyline because they've never had it before. Because they were coming from out of town. They were from different countries. This is an international. So, like, we were playing a team from Myanmar. There was a team that we would have played if we would have won our last game. Um, we would have been Congo. So, like, these are countries that, you know, they probably have never heard of this. Right. So, they were all like, what the hell is this 
shit that we like. What is this? Do you see how much cheese they have on that? Right. Which is also a great part of it. They never go light on cheese. Oh, their cheese is so good. Like, they serve me how I would serve myself there. Right. Like, oh, a a handful of cheese on one, boom. Um, So, they didn't have any hot dogs. They only had the chili chili cheese dog, or whatever they're called. Chili cheese cone. And I've never had one before, so I bit into it, and I was like, oh, I just, you know, got a small wiener in there. And then I was like, bite. He's used to it. And then I was like, bite two. I'm like, okay, there's no wiener in there. And then, so, dude, it was hilarious because everybody I was talking to was like, you know, I was talking, oh, yeah, they have hot dogs. You know, those are chili cheese conies. And then they weren't because they only had chili. And it was hilarious. I would have loved that because that's what I ordered anyway. It was better probably that way than having a bunch of hot dogs in between soccer games. But, I mean, having a bunch of Skyline in general it's great. I agree. Have you ever had the chicken bacon ranch wrap there? No, because I get the same thing every time. So if you do feel like ever kind of branching out, it's actually really good. And they put like the Frito-Lays for like the crunch in there. And the first time I had it, I thought it was the uh, Cool Ranch Doritos they put in there because the way that it all combined flavors. And it was really unique. And it was really good. It's fresh too. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Wow. Wow. I said a quick timeout. That was a full timeout. So that was that was more than a full. The the refs were coming over. They're like, yo, you have to break this circle. You got a tech. I think you got a technical. <laughs> Get to your order, Gosh. Everyone wants to know. No one wants to know about what I'm saying. Get on the board through order. This is my number one deal. <clears throat> I can yeah, people have order. only been waiting on pod to hear this. Yeah. Welcome to Skyline. I can take your order. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, like two chili cheese sandwiches with mustard but no onion. Quick timeout. Um, Quick timeout. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> a regular fry and a Mountain Dew. Oh. And, then you, and then they bring out the oyster crackers and you dump hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember sweating in Skyline. Because I would just have a bowl of hot sauce with oyster. It was like a cereal for oyster and hot sauce. Is your number yeah. one? <clears throat> no. <laughs> so that's my number one. Skyline. Love it, Josh. So I didn't get to say my order from Chick-fil-A real quick. Batter up. I do a regular chicken sandwich. <clears throat> spicy yep. chicken sandwich. And if I have not eaten for the whole day, I might get some nuggies instead, but I usually do a spicy and regular with a nice, large cherry Coke. What sauces do you go with? Ranch on the spicy, ketchup on the regular. Regular. Sometimes I'll do Chick-fil-A. But I think one of my like favorite, like after I order it, it's just kind of sitting around meals. <clears throat> is a Chick-fil-A sandwich? Is a Chick-fil-A original sandwich. Yeah. Just the way it comes. No cheese, nothing. Just a just the original, the OG. Yeah. I remember I had somebody bring he one up to me. wings for me, I love, like, the next day. Cold. What's your number one, Dill? You've <laughs> talked about every skyline for so long. All right. So, it, it got broken down to a couple here. And I, like I said, there are a couple burger joints on there. So, recap. I have McDonald's. Yeah. I have Culver's. Yeah. And number one... 
Yeah. I'm really torn. Uh-oh. This is going to sound hilarious, but I'm going to go Sega Chain. Why is that hilarious? Dude, I, I consider that there's been, there's been way too many times that and, I've gone into Steak and Shake and waited like an hour for and, my meal. And, and then another 45 minutes for the shake. And that's where we're going to possibly come up with, is and that a action, is that fast food? That is why... The thing is, is that it has a drive-thru. We talked about that. But one of my it stipulations, when we were talking about this earlier, one of my stipulations when I was talking with T about the segment is, Steak and Chick is never fast. So then why is it your number one? Because it's just something that I don't even care. I just, I have, when we saw the accident. Well, you have to care. It's not your number one because it's not fast food. I don't think so. You can get served by a waiter if you're there. And if not, you get it through the drive-thru, which is never a quick drive-thru. Never has been. Those final ruling. Never will be. Which way? I don't which know, dude. I think it can be a quick drive-thru. Okay, we need how about this? We how about this? Let me let me put it this way. If you order a shake at Wendy's or McDonald's or Dairy Queen or Burger King, you're going to get it, and you're going to get it quickly, and you're going to leave. If you order a shake at Steak and Shake, you are there for 20 to 30 minutes every time. I say no. I don't know, dude. I, I think you I think you can get steak and shake quick. And we said when we were talking about this, if it has a drive through, it almost gets a free pass. Listen, the it? servers at Steak and Shake are slow. F. Yeah. I I don't know. I wouldn't have considered Panera fast food or steak and shake, but if they're on your list, they're on your list. I'm going to let it slide. The committee allows it. The committee rules in my favor. So what's your order? Then? All right. So as you wait, as we wait for your shake to come. So me talking on this pod, it's probably been about an hour out of the Let me say, we're going to get the analytics and I'm going to time it. So <laughs> the, it's probably the same amount of time that I'd be waiting in a steak and shake drive through Dang right. <laughs> You're dang right. Um, well, so, you can't even wait them now. They're all closed. In Cincinnati or Southwest Ohio and in Missouri, for those who did not know, they closed 53 locations due to operating at a deficiency, aka not making money, aka losing money, as well as health code violations. So, <clears throat> granted, you, you got to know what you're getting into. So, there's a little bit of risk involved. Um, but I am going with a Frisco melt. Add mm. onions, Frisco sauce on the side, cheese fries. Have to get the cheese fries. A drink. What drink? Whatever I'm feeling that day. Could wow. be honestly the dealer's choice. Honestly, I probably don't get this anywhere else. Is Orange Fanta? I typically don't get that out, but if I see it and I'm like, fuck, that sounds good. Usually doesn't get the arch fans out. It's normally in the closet. Um, and then the the alternate, um, you know, if I'm really hungry, I'm going for the half price shake because I'm typically there between two and four a.m. Sure. Jeez. And 
you know what? Add a add a double steak burger with uh, the same order as Culver's: cheddar cheese, onions, mayo, mustard, ketchup. There you go. And they never remember what you say. They say, "So you want onions, mustard, and pickles?" <laughs> Which I hate pickles unless they're actually like a decent pickle. So it's like, oops. <laughs> if it's like a nice solid gherkin. Or, you know, a good pickle like that. It can't be, like, a McDonald's flapper, you know? Yeah, the flabby pickles. I want the, I want the crisp pick. You want, a, you want a crunchy pickle. Also, steak and shake alternative. No. No, no, no I'm just saying. No. Freddy's. Like, that's something. No, I thought you were going to say you have another number one. No, no, no. no. Like, I'm no, saying yeah. Freddy's, Freddy's custard is similar to steak and shake. Just, like, the non I like Freddy's way better. They're just so much more expensive. Like, they don't have the $4 combo meal. Yeah, but I get in and get out every time. I've spent That's some fast hours food. in there. This is fat food that we're going for. Yeah, well, so. it's fat five. <clears throat> I agree. So, yeah, I think Steak and Shake has a lot of nostalgia there, too, because there was one right by my house growing up, and, I mean, shit, dude, they were open all the time. Sure. Yeah. You could go there at the crack of dawn, and they'd be like, what do you want? Right. would be like, well, give me my order, dude. Is that everybody's five? Yeah. Heck yeah. So that was our first summer segment. I feel fat just talking about it. Yeah, I actually need to go get some food. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, it didn't happen earlier. Yeah, I feel bad. No. Not doing a shout out. I'm not even going to mention them. Nope. Let's just say... Chicken and waffles? No, I'll just say... It was not a real meal for five bucks. That's all I have to say. Fair enough. <clears throat> Moving on to the buzzer beaters. We're going to keep it here brief for you folks because we know you're hanging in there. Um, it's been a two-hour plane ride yeah. and we're finishing up. Well, a lot. Of, I think some of that will be a cut. We're just the genie. Redskins left tackle Trent Williams, seven-time pro <laughs> bowler, has demanded to be released or traded. This is huge news if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Not because we'll probably get him, but just because if we are thinking about getting him, that would be so huge because we could use somebody like that in our line to keep Andy protected, give him some more time to decipher the defense and make the correct throw. I heard him and Zach Taylor are getting along pretty well, and it's working out. And I heard the new tight end we got, Drew Sample, is playing really well, which is tight. So I'd love to see Trent Williams be a bangle, but I'm sure he'll just get gobbled up by some smarter team. Bill, buzzer beater, where do you want it? What do you got? You have five. Give me it. Game seconds, which is very brief. Give me it at five. the top of the blue line in hockey. Wow. I'm going out. Wow. The St. Louis Blues coming back from a 7-2 loss with two consecutive wins, one at home, yeah. one on the road. Uh, I thought they were going to win the series when it started. I still think that's very probable whether they're going to win at home for game six. They've been actually better on the road for whatever reason this playoffs. They've been really strong. Um, I just, I don't know, something about those two teams, I like watching them play. They're physical out there. Yeah, and, they beat the heck out of each other. Yeah, and it was it was cool watching um, Chara come back with a broken jaw and just, I mean, I don't know if, if anyone specifically has seen this play, but when we were watching it for a little bit earlier, first game back with a broken jaw. He didn't miss any games, by the way. Um Total hockey move. Right. 
he was about ready to get lit up from a guy coming in from the side against the boards. And he just, like, you know how in basketball you can just, like, stop on a dime and, like, kind of let somebody go in front of you? Right. He just like stopped Like Adrian Peterson a, did against the Browns? Yes. Just a nice little juke move, like, whoop, whack. Right. Berman. Oh, a little Berman? On the ice. Berman on the ice? <laughs> he did that, and the Blues player hit the board so hard, I didn't see this live. They did a replay of it. TJ mentioned about how the boards were shaking. Somebody got lit up. And then it was, like, down in the corner with the fans. He couldn't really see exactly what happened. And uh, that's my shot, and I just won it. Blues and six. Blues and six. Wow. So is there only one more then? Three, two blues right now. Wow, win it at home. That'd be pretty cool. Except for probably not. I don't want Boston to win. But hey, I think that'd be cool because the Blues have never won it, I believe. They were 0 and 12 going into the Stanley Cup this year. Meaning, like, they've never, they've been swept three times in the Stanley Cup. That's crazy. And last yeah. time they went to the Cup was against Boston in 1970. More. They only need one more. Doge. You've only got one more. One more shot. It's yours. What's the buzzer beater for the show? What do you got? I don't know if I would have made this personal move myself, but the Eagles did it. Yeah, oh, I would have. They signed the extension for Carson Wentz. Congrats to Carson Wentz getting paid. Signs extension through right. 2024. Yeah. Contract's worth $128 million and $107 million in guaranteed money. Ooh. Can you imagine someone guaranteeing you make $107 million no matter what? I'm in on that. Whatever that is, I'd do it. I'm going to be yeah. 30 when that happens. So it was Carson Wentz because that's what he was given today. So. Right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm down. Sure. Not Good me. for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. That's awesome. I, I hope agree. he can stay healthy because I think he's good when he's healthy. <clears throat> I think the Eagles defense. I think the Eagles hope that too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, huh. I bet you there's a lot of injury clauses in that thing. Guaranteed, man. Yeah, but the other parts are probably just. I mean, there's only like 21 million that isn't guaranteed. Well, yes, yeah. that's basically the taxes that would be. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother really good player, or a, you know, a decent player each year. Good for him. Oh yeah, gotta be healthy. On my way to a million <laughs> still, so. Easy. Yeah, I could. Yeah. All right, everyone. We're close to it. There's going to be some whittling down, but it's been a long pod. We're almost at two hours. I think we're probably going to end up around 150, 145-ish when it's all said and done. We appreciate you tuning in. It's been a long pod, like we said. It's been a long time since we did one of these, so thank you for updating with us. Bill, thank you for being on. It was fun. That was a good one. Definitely a good one. A lot of cheating. Uh, yeah, a lot of action. A lot of uh, hunger involved with the Fat Five, and I think that that was a great start to our summer segment. Yeah, I agree. Doge, thank you for being on. Thank you for Fat Fiving with us, as always. Pleasure, as always. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you to all the fans, everyone. This is the Clubhouse. <laughs>